What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 274, broken number two parts, A and B. 274A, posting on 419, will be a discussion, yes, thank you guys, on Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And 274B, posting on 422, will be a discussion on Ambulance, the latest from Michael Bay. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me as he does every week is my co-host, Roger Blue Justice Stillian. And our, and our lovely perma guest, Chris Knuckles Bon. Yes. I'll take that. I got the cooler name today. That's you know I did. Not cool. What? What's not cool? Blue Justice or Knuckles? Technically neither well i mean fair right, but okay. still i got the better of the two but you could have been christopher tails bond no i didn't want that, that makes more sense why Miles, tails, never mind. <laughs> what's up guys how you was always your... be second fiddle to me <laughs> how how was your easter weekend gentlemen easter was really good i, I had a, went well i had a great easster good did you guys do any um any celebrating any egg hunts anything like, like that with the family oh yeah of course i celebrated easter sunday by drinking 12 beers it was incredible I have no doubt, Roger. I we have should no have had doubt. this show yesterday. I'd have been prime A game ready to roll. A <laughs> game, Roger. That's right. As opposed to what you're getting normally, it's like C minus at best. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, really man. setting the tone for the rest of this show. Good breaking that fourth. Actually, we have good discussions for both movies. Um, I didn't. I didn't expect much from Ambulance, and I well, I got more what I, I was what surprised. I Ambulance was as watchable as what it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good word, though. Watch, I'm, it's a good word. It's a good, safe, easy word to use. Well, it's because I expected it to be garbage, and it is not yeah. garbage. So that's good. That's a win for Agreed. all involved, especially my time. Because Ambulance is a little longer than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like. I assume that they just went in a circle, like a spiral out circle. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you know, two hours. Yeah, it was it was an interesting movie. Sonic though wasn't bad either. It was a good follow up to the Sonic we had two years ago. So um, I'm very happy with both. Yeah. Um, yeah. We hope everyone listening had a good Easter as well and enjoyed time off from work and or responsibilities for a little while where you got to enjoy the time with your family. Hope you all did egg hunts and cool Eastery stuff. Had some good candy. You know what I didn't have this year for the first year in like a long time was Cadbury. Hey. Was a Cadbury eggs? No, no, no. I melted peeps. I did melt peeps. I think Cadbury eggs are gross, by the way. I don't like them. Well, you also don't eat peeps, right? Peeps are also disgusting. You hate Easter. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> hold, 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 on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's the pro-peep argument in this? Peeps I, love, not... I love peeps. No, you do not. I think peeps Nobody... are delicious. Nobody loves peeps. I love Come peeps. On. I think they're delicious. Hold on. Are you being 100% serious? Yeah, I like peeps. What the fuck? Peeps suck. <laughs> No, I love Peeps, and uh, both my all right, love all Peeps. All right, we're not talking about Sonic anymore. <laughs> dig into this Peeps thing. Well, 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 I'm going to and score Sonic now. <laughs> we're going to dig into Peeps well, for so the next 49 minutes. On the Easter thing, though, for a second, I have, I have a funny um, Easter egg story that, ha- that happened over the weekend. Okay. So it's tradition in my family that the dads go hide the eggs for the Ooh. kids. Okay? So the the ladies, the moms at the stand side and relax, and the, the dads go out and do the thing. This is sexist. So, I mean, it's skewed heavily in, in their favor, I know. But, um, so me, my brother, my, and so it's my brother's daughter, my two daughters, and then another little girl that we're related to was there as well. Some rando kid. But hold on, hold on. But so my cousin got recruited to hide eggs for the, for this girl. So me and, <laughs> me and my brother are hiding eggs. And, you know, we got, you know, we got, you know, above the age of 10, 
We got, because I don't know how old she actually is. I'm a terrible uncle. And then we have seven and four, I think. Yeah, those are my kids. Those are your kids. This is going to the checklist. So, like, you know, I'm walking around the perimeter hiding the four-year-old's eggs. Seven-year-old's eggs are getting, like, a few more, like, a little, like, little tougher spots. My brother's, like, putting them in some weird spaces. The other little girl's the same age as my oldest, so she's, like, seven or eight as well. And my cousin, He's like dunking my, my cousin, who doesn't have any kids, is just savagely hiding these eggs. And this little girl, so all the other kids are done with finding their eggs, and she's still, and all the adults are now helping trying to find this kid's eggs. And my cousin can't remember where he hit any of these things. What the hell is wrong with you, Randy? <laughs> Goddamn problem. By the end of it, he. Yeah, because he has a little bit of money. By the end of it, he said, I'm going to give you $1 for every egg you guys can find for these kids. <laughs> and he had to Venmo a dollar to my mother. <laughs> she found one of the eggs. It was just hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. Great job, buddy. <laughs> great job, buddy. Name, Ruined uh, his, name, his name is Berm. Berm? Well, we call him Berm. His, his, his name is Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> and funny enough, he was just, he, we were just talking about, you know, like, because... He's married recently. The thing about having kids, he was like, he's like, See, I think I'm ready to have kids. Real By the end of this, I was, like, I was like, I was like, hey man, just how about you shelf that one for a couple years? He's like, yeah, I think so. I mean, you so, get like two years before you got to worry about him looking for the eggs. Well, I just uh, the moral of the story is, you know, don't be a thirty year old man and bully a nine year old girl. You know what I mean? Because that's what I came back to. <laughs> I'm more concerned that he unintentionally bullied a nine year old girl and then forgot. <laughs> Smoke too much drugs. We had we had a good time with that. I bet. What <laughs> are you high? A little bit. Oh my god. But only a little bit. But yeah, so Easter was good. We had a lot of laughs. I took an edible on the way here. <laughs> How do you think? Interesting. No, I flew home to see family. It was nice to see everybody. I didn't yeah, see you, know, you guys, you didn't but see us. Yeah, right. Well, you guys were busy. You guys have families, and you know, I you know, I was I so busy drinking twelve beers yesterday. Could you be here tonight though? Because you're in, right? No, he's back in Atlanta. Oh, all right, that was quick. Oh no, no, yeah, back in Atlanta. It okay, was a, gotcha. it was a quick in and out. But I got to see friends and people I haven't seen for a long time. And yeah, Roger, we I did have a few drinks with uh, you know him, you know him well, Sean O'Connell. I did. Yeah, the so version, the better younger version of you. Oh, thank you. I knew <laughs> you know you know what I knew you were gonna say that. He is actually he's he's working on Guardians Galaxy Three and he's doing quite well for himself. Yeah, and why hasn't he ever come on our show? I don't know. He's because you never ask. No, I do. Okay, calm. It's hard to there for any one time. There's a lot of moving parts. I've invited him on several times, and he's only he he almost came on to talk about that the Tom Hanks movie. Uh, he started on that uh, Mr. Rogers movie, but then like the day of, he was like, "Nah, man, I'm just I'm not I'm not feeling it today." So, Sean, you always have an open invite if you're listening. He knows that I'm on this show, right? He loves you. I've, no, I matter of fact, that's why I brought that up. Matter of fact, I'm I'm worried he loves you more than he loves me. I wouldn't oh. be worried about that. Just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I am a loved character. It was a good weekend. I don't know if you guys caught the show. I it posted on Friday. Your weird origin show. Yeah. I heard it. Brandon and I is talking about the war. Um, I really I listen to that one again. I really hope people listen to that movie and at least check that or listen to that episode and check that movie out. That's always been one of my favorite movies growing up. Chris, did you see that? I think feel like you may have seen that one. The war. It doesn't. With, it's not, it sounds familiar. Like with kids, nineties. With Kevin Costner and Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I yeah, I really enjoy that Maybe. one. So, yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, glad everyone had a good Easter weekend. Roger, I'm glad you upheld tradition by today off by drinking copious amounts of beers. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Um, all right, gentlemen. 
This is episode 274 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema with posts each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office curtain, upcoming releases, what streaming trailers and movies of the week. Without further ado, you. you guys will be happy to know Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore debuted and had a 42.2 million domestic weekend and a worldwide of 192 that's not really a number i i wanted to see a much higher number and i always expect a higher number from harry potter but given the last movie in the franchise how bad it was i don't i don't fault people for staying behind on this one but i feel like i've heard decent things about this one much better than the last one so i haven't seen it yet but um i'm very excited to watch it this week but what do you guys what are your thoughts going into this one roger and i know chris you haven't seen any of the the fantastic beast movies no none of the fantastic beast ones but i hear they're all like schindler's list i should watch them well i mean okay maybe not talk about that when talking about (laughs) but they're they're the the backdrop of evil rising to power as a a a huge world conflict in the 20th century yes that's the backdrop for what i said um yeah yes I mean, I, I feel like you'll enjoy it, Chris. I'm really excited to see you catch up on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger, I know you're a huge Harry Potter fan, so it won't be much pro- trouble for you to watch that as either. So, big, I think, big so I think you know, nearing 200 million for a worldwide opening is just fine for that movie. Especially though. since the Chinese market's pr- pretty locked down right now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's actually. I don't, know how, I don't know how Harry Potter does in that market, though. I really don't. Because. They don't believe in magic, right? So that's probably a big, a big no-no for them. But I mean, sci-fi usually leads the way over there. Yeah. So I don't... I honestly I have no idea how Harry Potter appears. Because I had to listen. If it was like we're watching, you know, Avengers, I'd be like, yeah, that's going to be, you know, another half a billion over there. But I don't know. I just don't know how that one's going to pull. I would uh, Listen, I hope when we watch it, it's good. Last one was not good. Very racist, <laughs> separatist, whatever you want to genocidal. I don't know where we're going here. Wait, we're t- are we now? Are we talking about Schindler's List? Yes. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. I mean, no, yeah. But that I mean you got to. There's a context behind all this, which is important. Without without context, nothing means anything. So the context behind this is, yes, it's yeah. They're using a major world event as a backdrop. Yeah. He saves a lot of people. He does. All right. Number two. Sonic the Hedgehog, another 29.3 million strong, another a second strong weekend, bringing it worldwide to 231. I'll bet you back in, well, before the first Sonic came out, no one would have guessed that two Sonic the Hedgehog movies would, would, would gross close to $700 million. I mean, they're decent movies, and that's all that they ever had to be. They are. We're, we're talking about that one today, so hang tight for that one. We are? We are indeed. Oh, Number three, shit. The Lost City, another six point two million, bringing us worldwide to eighty seven point nine million. Number four, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, six point two million, bringing a worldwide to eighteen million. Not, not, not a strong showing for that one. That's a small movie, though, right? And it, it is much smaller, yeah. much, much smaller release window too, like much smaller release, you know, locations as well. It's not yeah. wide released. Father Stew, very disappointing. Five point four million, bringing a worldwide of seven point seven. I really expected a better show. That's really low, Um, especially for an Easter movie. That's really low. But I have a feeling people just don't like Mel Gibson. That's what I. I mean, I mean that's definitely in play. I mean, so that's probably a little bit into it. It's also, I mean, the other thing about what's out right now. Yes, alongside of it, Sonic is killing it still, and then Fantastic Beasts is out. That has a rabid fan base. So. 
it's it's probably just just like a you know a wrong a wrong release date kind of thing going on for that one unfortunately for it i mean is it though it's an easter movie well how is that a wrong release date no one really cares about that i don't think I mean, uh, okay. Well, I just I expected a stronger showing, and that's one for next week as well. So, I mean, what if it's just not good? That's also a possibility. Yeah, that is for sure a possibility. But I mean, see, at, at what point do you let that just deter you from watching a movie you want to watch? Yeah, I mean, I'll have to watch it. So I I'll, wish I'll it deterred me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing all the stuff that I have watched, I wish I just could be like, oh. dear God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. That I don't know how to. Um, yeah, but well, maybe they don't like people just... named Stu. Yeah, or Father. Maybe. Oh God, there's a lot of those. I mean, sure. I have a feeling though it's Mel Gibson who is major deterrent there. I can't. But we will see. I don't know. I can't see people going. Oh, Mel Gibson made that. No, I'm just going to refuse to see it now. I well, a couple of people have does, told me that. He does have a pretty anti Mel Gibson. I don't see that affecting enough of the numbers to where they would go down so, where they are. I agree with you at least slightly on yeah. that. But there are plenty of people who be like Mel Gibson's in it. No thanks. They're definitely that. Those people do exist, and there are more of them than you might think. Maybe I guess. Because, you know, Mel's not had the greatest PR career. You know, <laughs> which is funny because he's very rich. You think you'd clean this up by now? But maybe he really just doesn't care. <laughs> no, I he's uh, really. Yeah. I think he's really trying to rebuild himself. Well, I mean, he couldn't get any lower, so it's uh, fair. I think he's doing all right right now. He but... didn't kill anybody. No, he didn't. He just allegedly. He said some really derogatory stuff. Though. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so there's yep, that. that'll be the end of that conversation. <laughs> of course, quotes. No, no. All right. No, no, no. We don't need that. We don't need that. Don't All right. that, kids. No, don't. Well, I mean, I, look, if, if 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 you know what it is, you know what it is. If you don't, then don't worry about it. But all right, let's take a look at upcoming releases. Nothing has really changed. Um, nothing's really changed a whole lot. I got to bring that up. Hold on one That's second. Good. We're in April That's 20. Good. Well, I mean, it just means things are starting to get locked in too, which is really nice. Yes. Well, it's nice that we're getting like, I mean, that, that we're not, we're, we're, we're past the shaky point of, is it going to come out or is it not going to come out? You know, we're, I'm glad we're, we're past I did, uh, I did when I went to see Sonic, I did correctly call for the five trailers that were on the movie, okay. which was nice. Yeah. yeah. I got surprised by one. So that was mm-hmm. interesting that, uh, that weird Kung Fu movie. Yeah. Which, I thought it was going to be Hong Kong Fooey for a second and then it wasn't, you know, you so. know. My, my kids laughed at that at that trailer the most at all of them though. Like they they had a really good time laughing at that one. I mean, I hope it's good. Apparently, all my kids need are butt jokes to laugh because it happened a lot with with tails too. <laughs> Fair, I, I get that. I mean, kids yes. like kids laugh at different jokes than adults do for sure. I mean, that's that's what's what that's. Well, what I, I also chuckled at. I also <laughs> chuckled. Don't at some tell of the butt me jokes. you didn't laugh at the butt jokes. <laughs> I mean, butt copter was a was an absolute win. Of course, it was. Of course. All right. April 13th brought his father's to this past Friday, April 15th. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. This coming Friday, April 22nd, The Bad Guys, The Northman, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I'm so pumped for that movie. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? Yeah. April yeah. 29th is Memory. May 6th, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. May 13th, Firestarter. May 20th, Downton Abbey, A New Era. May 27th, Bob's Burgers movie, Top Gun, Maverick. That's two movies, not not one movie. And <laughs> Bob's June... Burgers, <laughs> Top Gun, Maverick. June 3rd, Frank and Penelope. June 10th, Tr- 
Jurassic World Dominion. That's four weeks of the same joke. Yeah, that's more than four weeks, but okay, thanks. June 17th, <laughs> Pixar's Lightyear. June 24th, The Black Phone and Elvis. And June 29th, Shotgun Wedding. July 1st, starting off strong with Minions, The Rise of Guru. Sorry, The Rise of Gru. And July 8th, which is Thor Love and Thunder, trailer dropped literally today. So we'll talk about that trailer next week, but we're excited for that one. That's for damn sure. So there's your schedule. I know, right? Wow, really? All right. Yeah. I ought to first adjust some quotes from Mel Gibson. Jeez. Mm-mm. All right, let's take a look at some trailers. No, I'm sorry. What streaming is next? I'm sorry. I got to get a little ahead of myself. What streaming? This week we're taking a look at HBO Max. And of course. Uh, I know it started streaming today. Uh, the, the, the Batman. The Batman. Di- Can't wait to watch that again. Yeah. By director Matt Reeves. And my massive TV with giant surround sound. Can Robert, I watch it at your house? No. Damn. Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, John Turturro, Andy Serkis, Peter Skarsgård. That is now available to watch if you have HBO Max. It's included with your subscription. Enjoy it all you want. 42 by director Brian Helgeland, Chadwick Boseman, Harrison Ford, Lucas Black, Alan Tudyk, John C. McGinley. 2013, that movie was pretty good. I really yeah, liked it. It was pretty good. I just watched it on the plane coming to and from. Uh, flying home so yeah it, i i remember it less fondly than i just watched it and remember because i just watched it like oh, this movie's actually pretty good um i love Har- harrison ford's good in everything he's in chadwick boseman of course is great as jackie robinson it's a heck of a movie check that one out and an oldie but a goodie roger you're gonna love this one the hangover by director todd phillips the first one only right yeah the, the first one is by far and away the best of the three two's uh, not bad no two's pretty atrocious i think I think it's better than three, right? I don't know, Roger. What do you think? I think they're both pretty bad, two and three. No, I'd say one, three, two for me. Yeah. But two and three are both pretty bad. I have fond memories of two, but not for anything with the movie. So yeah. See, I have the fondest memories of the first. It should have been a one and done thing. It shouldn't have. They shouldn't have done it a second time. But um, Bradley Cooper, Zach Galifianakis, Ed Helms, Justin Bertha, Heather Graham, Ken Jeong, Mike Epps, Mike Tyson, 2009. Damn, that's a hell of a movie. It really is one of the better comedies of the Baby last Carlos, 20 years. Baby. Can't um, beat that. Do you remember Stu's song, by the way? What do tigers dream of? <laughs> yeah, I still remember that because I was, of course, working at Marquee at the time, and I just, you know, I was always step in there and watch it. But yeah, I mean, I remember I'll remember that song until I die. It's just it's such a catchy tune. It's just that movie was like it was it was lightning in a bottle. And it the problem with that is you don't Unless you don't. By crystal meth tweakers, <laughs> and then we're shit, shit out, out of luck. luck. <laughs> you just don't get lighting in a bottle twice, and it the first one was so good. And I don't know what happened to the sequel because it had the same, it had the same team production team behind it as far as writers and everything. I think, and it just didn't, it just didn't, it just wasn't good. It just you know they should just let that be one and done. Like Wedding Crashers, just I mean I, we were supposed to get a sequel to Wedding Crashers, supposed to film this past summer, but it didn't. I'm okay with it still being one movie. I still think it's one of the best, you know, radar comedies of all time. The first what, one, sure. Wedding Crash. Darkest right. joke in the second one was they run into the sex shop. And the guy's like, I'm looking for a little kid. And the guy without missing a beat goes, 4,000. <laughs> I remember when that happened that I was the only person that laughed in the movie theater. And I realized I was worse than everybody else. <laughs> you all think you're better than me? <laughs> you're not better than me. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I have such fond memories of that movie, too. The... Especially the Mike Tyson part. 
What are we? What are you laughing at over there, guys? This is how terrible of a joke that is, and it was like me just giggling like a child. <laughs> well, we. I mean, okay. So I just watched today. I just listened to. I didn't watch. I listened to. Well, no, I propped my phone up, and I did kind of watch as I was doing other things. But um, Road Trip, and boy, that's a movie. That's a movie you cannot. The script does not exist today. You gonna fucking eat him, Mitch? <laughs> Unleash the fury. Yeah, Are that's you a great one. For the feeding. Yeah. <laughs> Are you here for the feeding? You're Come early. back tomorrow. It's gonna be a bloodbath. <laughs> he looks her dead in the face. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> oh, terrible! That movie is so underrated. I'm telling Where you. Where did he go? Austin, Austin, <laughs> Massachusetts. You mean Boston? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn. We should talk about that movie sometime. Yeah. Dude, Road Trip, I'd love to talk. Road Trip and Old School, I, I think, of that. like, that's the DVD two-pack for, like, whatever. Like, man. Oh, movies, are, have, you're right, though. Absolutely couldn't be made today, but goddamn, no. it'll make you laugh. They will, man. It's just, especially, it's so, especially Road Trip is, like, it's so, like, it's 2000 comedy. Like, it's absolutely centered in the year of 2000. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, that's the, it's just, oh, man, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I oh, had man. sex last night with a girl. <laughs> He throws a clipboard now, like spikes it like he's dunking a basketball. <laughs> I boinked uh, her. <laughs> what? Boink. You know. I love uh Did you kill a cheetah? It, what the <laughs> One thing that always um makes me like when I watch that movie is like, what the hell? Is when when it all comes to a head in the end when they're trying to get the mail in the in the University of Austin, and his Kyle's dad comes in, Fred Ward, and just he pulls a gun and nothing <laughs> like nothing happens to him. He doesn't go to prison. He doesn't like nothing happens to him. You know, he pulls a gun on a college campus and aims at a student and nothing happens to him. www.episode2spoilers.com <laughs> <laughs> He just closes. Ah, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. This movie is going to take forever. <laughs> just me giggling. All right, all right. We should move on, but that's just, that's a damn good one. And it, the hangover always makes me think of, that's the same as Todd Phillips, right? That's Todd Phillips who made yeah the the old school road trip and hangover and and uh joker <laughs> oh, boy. solid sevens in solid your seven. that's right that's right um all right let's talk about some trailers actually gentlemen let's talk about senior year with rebel wilson chris what do you think um absolutely hilarious one-liners that's all i got because it does have some one-liners in the in the trailer that made roger and i both I belly laugh. Yeah, like just laugh. <laughs> yeah, so if it's if it's that funny all the way through, and then just burn them in the trailers, that actually might be worth watching. Are you kidding me? I just found out there were eight more Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Hold on, let's talk. Okay, well, it just what what happens to make her? What happens to make she, her say those things? She's in, she's in high school. She's a senior. She's a cheerleader. She falls on her head, goes into a coma, wakes up twenty years later. And fun fact: the Fast and Furious franchise has been around for twenty years. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm kind of excited about this. It, well, like I said, the trailer was funny. So I mean, there's at least that going for it. But we'll, we run into the whole, hey, this looks really funny, and then you get to the movie, actually like into the into the theater, watch the movie, and all the good stuff was burned in the trailer because they didn't really have a good movie going. So uh, I'm actually not worried about that with this one because it's R-rated, which True. yeah, I'm here for. It. Yeah, no, I, I, it, it, it's it seems funny. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it, I mean, I like the shtick. 
the shtick is of course she you know is you know she's she's in an accident in a coma boom wakes up you know and all these things have changed i don't know also so, congrats to her on uh oh yeah she getting lost a ton of weight, lost a ton of yeah. weight. yeah she does she, she looks great she looks great but so wasn't the, wasn't kind of the early rebel wilson kind of built on her being the way she was like that was her thing yes. right you mean her physical appearance yeah yeah, yeah absolutely Okay, yeah. I just no, I, 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 I thought I remembered that. I couldn't be sure, but I thought I remembered that was kind the of one, the one thing I don't like about this movie, just by the trailer, is that I don't like the whole trope of the 38 year old woman goes back to high school kind of thing, or the 38 year old guy goes back to high school, because that would never actually happen. She would just get a GED, but for your movie to happen, I guess it's got to be okay, so whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. But it's one of those things where it only exists in a comedy. Like that only happens in a comedy written for the screen. You know, in no real life scenario does that ever happen. You know what I mean? Like I just road trip, for example, like we just talked about. No, none of those events happen like that ever. That's never. That's never going to happen. Those events. But neither. But neither, neither does senior year because that's just. It's such a weird. But it, again, it works in movies. But yeah, I mean, road trip is a documentary yeah. about friends taking a cross country trip. Fair. None of it is false. <laughs> I was there. I was not. <laughs> well, I, I, we're excited for senior year. It's a Netflix original, so it will be available. I think on the th- on May thirteenth, May fifteenth, one one of those. Uh, I think thirteenth, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, most people will have access to that immediately. I'll be wondering the numbers on that. It's a good time for that to come out. You know, people will be you know winding down the school year, wanting to watch something funny about school. I have a feeling it'll be good. Another movie that we were excited about at first, Roger, if you remember, and then it was kind of like, what is this? Booksmart. I was there for that. Do you remember that, guys? Chris loved Booksmart. That movie sucked. I hated that movie. It had one good scene, and it was the taxi scene. But I didn't. But if you remember, Roger, you and I didn't have. We didn't have a lot good to say about that one either. No, I tried to be smarter than. It was a disjointed mess. And it they, it had a couple of really great scenes, but it did. Otherwise, it just wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting from, you know, a, the Will Ferrell camp at the time. And like those, but I, two. Think, I think it tried to be too smart. And then it got all like these critical acclaim. It was one of those movies where it was like a 95 on the critics and like a 34 like a on the audience score or something like that. I'm going to look at that one now because I, I, I didn't like that movie. I know. I'm I here for that. I want to bury that movie. <laughs> you wanted to bury it, huh? Ninety-six percent Rotten Tomatoes. What's the audience score? Uh, let me go to there and find out. Wait, that was a tomato meter on that one. Tomato yeah. meter was ninety-six percent. Audience score was seventy is, oh, is seventy-seven. Okay. Which okay, it's not that big of a disparity, but ninety-six percent on the tomato meters. That's a lot. That's well, a big number. Well, especially it's usually the other way around. It's usually like the ninety-six is the audience score, and the yeah. seven seventy-one would have been the critic score. But Whew. I just, I, I just didn't like books more. Like I mean, I I've watched it. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I've watched it twice since then. I just, again, I can't. It's like one of those movies that, like, it's it's okay, but it wasn't like you know the the big revolution and in... it wasn't earth shattering. Yeah, it wasn't the revolution in Netflix comedies that it made itself out to be. You know. Oh well, but yeah. So okay, so we need to move on to the next trailer. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, let's talk about Alice for one second, gentlemen. What do you think about Alice? Which is Kiki Palmer. And a slave, a slave in Antebellum South escapes her secluded plantation, only to discover a shocking reality that lies beyond the tree line. Uh, it's like a weird opposite version of the village. Yeah, I was going to say the village, right? Yep. yep. Um, 
I kind of dig the premise, though. Yeah, I do. That she's coming back to get some revenge. Hell yeah, let's yeah. get that revenge. Always love good revenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, especially Listen, when they're done right. with afros gunning people down. Yep. Here for it. Work for Uma Lechner. I mean, I had a really good conversation with someone over the weekend about um about Chicks the... with afros. If we're talking about revenge things, like, I mean, you know, nobody, John Wick, Polar. Like, I mean, I had a good conversation with those three movies in mind. And it's like, God damn, if we can, I mean, if this movie's even half of those, I'm in for it. And even, even let's talk about another recent one, Chris, that you liked a lot more than I think me and Roger did with Becky. Oh, you know, Becky was good. Becky was good. Becky was People well, died with rulers. Becky, it ruled. Ah, Becky was perfectly violent. And it was Kevin James in like a, a thing he doesn't do very I, often. I, I hold love, on, hold on. I like Kevin. Boo, you're a terrible <laughs> joke, by the way. <laughs> Quit going back to what I said. No. No, you know, I I thought Kevin James as the bad guy was a was a cool thing. Like I thought he did fantastic. He was menacing as that character. He looked tough as hell. He man. did he did look like he could fuck you up, hey, right? Listen, that man would have punched a child. Yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, but no, I like that one. I think Kate. I think Kate's probably the one where, where none of us really cared for it in recent memory. Kate was not very good. Yeah, Kate was not. Well, fantastic. it's just it's just wasn't good. But I mean, it's also I mean, Kill Bill's pretty good. I mean, if it's pretty like good. there's a Kill lot Bill of those. Awesome. Yeah, no, Kill Bill's like a nine or a ten. But I mean, it's just I like those revenge stories, especially when they're done right. And like I didn't. There are some things that I guess I hadn't considered about like because the same people, the same stunt people, the same per producers that do John Wick did nobody and. While John Wick is a, you know, it's kind of a, it's like a, an operatic ballet. It just does a, a damn fine dance that you just love to watch, like, because he just kills with extreme efficiency. He doesn't miss. Nobody's um, like a bare knuckle boxing match, right? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like, nobody's like a, a guy learning how to box again, but he was once an excellent boxer. And by the end, he's an excellent boxer again. Yeah. It's just, it's a different kind. And then the Mads Mikkelsen Polar, it's just, a, it's also a different kind of, well, John, see, okay. John Wick being Mads Mikkelsen and Polar is an assassin. John Wick is more of a, I don't want to call him an assassin. I don't know what the right word is though, but I don't think he's really an assassin. Like Polar was. What do you guys think? Hitman. He's a, okay. He's a, All right. Well, I don't know. He was government hitman though. So I don't, yeah. is that the same thing? I don't I know. Mean, he kind of is. Um, right. Yeah. But anyway, we're, we're getting a long way away from, uh, from Alice. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. I mean, okay. So Kiki Palmer, Common, um, it's got a good cast. So I'm just look. If we have to watch it, I just want it to be good. So if it's a good movie, I'm super here for it. I super want to talk. About it's got it. all the makings to be a good movie, though. So well, just to wait and see how it actually executes. Yeah. So I mean, there's that one as well. All right, Black Sight, which to me looks kind of like a throwaway movie, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I, I said to Roger, this looks very B movie. Feels very B movie. Well, it also it also looks very B movie, but I mean, Michelle Monaghan, Jason Clark, Jai Courtney, while none of them are like huge, I mean, they've all kind of been in the past. So, um, I, I just don't know what to think of this because we get a lot of these, you know, every now and again is like these political thrillers that, I mean, who can you name any of the ones in the past we've gotten in the past couple of years? Not really, no. No. That I but I mean, it's not for lack of knowing they're there. It's for lack of anyone talking about them ever. You know, no one's like, oh man, I just love that Black Side movie. You know, there's one with, um, I forget, it was not too long ago. But again, I can't, I don't remember any details. I watched it, I just don't remember any details. But these, I don't know, why, why do you think these movies continue to get made? They're for a very specific audience, and that specific group isn't that big. 
Because nobody will tell people no. I mean, is that really it, though? Is that where we've come to? I mean, I bet you more than 50% of movies happen that way. Yeah. Or it made money once, so let's see if it makes money again kind of thing, too. You could pay me a million dollars a year and just run movies by me, and I'd just say yes or no. <laughs> but Like, what do you think of this pitch? I mean, you do it for free right now. Yeah. <laughs> First, a <the> million dollars. <laughs> Man, I, what do you think I, of this pitch? No, I just don't see it coming out and making any kind of difference. I don't see it coming out and making any kind of money. I don't see it coming out and getting any water, water cooler talk. I just don't. None, none, none of that. It doesn't look interesting. Twenty bucks says I forget. Black side is coming out tomorrow. Yeah, we, we will barely know about it, and we talk about movies on a podcast. All right. Sometimes. All right, gentlemen, let's hop into the movie of the week then. Yeah. Uh, Old school. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Road trip, I thought. What are you doing? Let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Let's get some particulars out of the way first. All right, Rotten Tomato. Let's look at the tomato meter. This one to me is a little surprising. The tomato meter is 67. The audience score, 97. Hell yeah. That's right, baby. Well, I, this is more of what I'm used to, I guess, is the audience score being a lot higher and the tomato and the tomato meter being a lot lower. But uh, if you remember the like Sonic, <laughs> it's on. a very successful first movie. But let's get some particulars out of the way then. All right, so this one directed by Jeff Fowler, Ben Schwartz again voicing Sonic the Hedgehog, Idris Elba as Knuckles, the Echidna. Um, Colleen O'Shaughnessy. I never knew they were called in Kidna. I always yeah. thought they were in Chedna before because <laughs> what I, what a, that, that's how it's spelled. Yeah, E C H I D N A. You wouldn't know that until somebody corrects you. So I, I have a funny story why I know this. I had a my best one of my best friends growing up had a lot of the Sonic uh, comic books. Okay. And in the actual comic book, it like he tells him how to pronounce what he is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like okay. he like phonetically like goes about it with him because he he's calling him the wrong thing. He he he's introducing him as as it's probably something that you just said. And then he goes he goes no it's a kidna a kidna a kidna yeah a kidna okay yeah. Colleen okay. O'Shaughnessy as Miles Tails Prower Prower um, Jim Carrey of course Doctor Robotnik James Marsden refer uh, reprising his role as Tom Wachowski. Tika Sumter as Maddie Wachowski, um, Natasha Rothwell as Rachel, Shelmar Moore as Randall, who's actually huge. Shelmar Moore is in one of those. I forget what daytime. What what show is he in? He's in one of those crime dramas. He's on SWAT. Oh, he's, he's on SWAT, but he's also in one of the ones before. Like he's he used to huge. be on Criminal Minds. Okay, okay that's yeah. it. Cr- Criminal yeah. Minds, and that Criminal Minds is like that. That show is so popular. Um, all right, he's definitely on a. He's the leader Hondo on the SWAT show now. That he's, is like still super. Yeah, popular. Mm-hmm. All right, Roger. Tell us what he this this Sonic. <laughs> movie he's in he's in incredible shape. Yep. Tell us what this Sonic movie is about, Roger. Uh, it's the second in the series of probably more coming. Um, that we finally get to meet some friends. If you watch the end of the very first Sonic, the after trailer, you get to see uh, uh you get to see Tails make an appearance. We get Knuckles come through, which is a big deal yep. for most people. Um, you know, going through and typical when insanity ensues, finally get to the power gem thing, which is a neat idea. You know, we, we're used to calling them chaos emeralds. Yeah. Um, which whatever, but you know, they, they go on this little thing to get it and it's, it's a fun trip, man. It's fun. Yeah, it is. I, I just think if, um, looking for deep dive into something like Sonic, if you like the first Sonic, you're like the second one. So just know that going in that it, it fits in the same vein um, it's you, more you, of the good stuff. Yeah, you, but you're not getting a groundbreaking cinema here, people. No. Well, so uh, okay, we do get a sweet dance battle. 
that's one of the two scenes in this movie. You I love hate. it. I hated the dance you, battle. Did thing. your kids like it? I bet you they loved it. Actually, I mean, one did, one didn't, but that's not the point. We get really good CGI here, I think. Yeah. They look fantastic. And they look like Knuckles they're in the looks world. Awesome. He does. Well, so does Tails. Tails looks very Tails looks fluffy. Like I look like like, like like Tails. Yeah. Like I think they did a really good I w- job. I wonder they're in the world. I wonder what the original Tails and Knuckles look like, like the original Sonic. I don't, a, want, I don't there, want to go there. Hold on, there's a meme going around with uh, <laughs> so, like so no, well, design. it's it's of the original Sonic, which we've all seen. It, it looks terrible, and it's like the weird fox meme, fog, like the realistic one, like fly in the plate looks hilariously awful because <laughs> <laughs> it was like this is what happens if you don't really uh, don't uh, don't have YouTube dislike buttons. Yeah, what you get. <laughs> so, oh God, yeah. <laughs> Thank God that we had this like button I mean, back imagine then. Imagine what Knuckles could have looked like. Oh, bad, bad, bad. You know, bad, he just would have been jacked up, roided out. Would have just looked like a weird version of the um, what's his name from the Goonies, like a short version of him. Hmm. Well, I mean that. I just don't understand how that's the one, the original Sonic, but before it got redone, I, I don't know how that's the one they settled on. I don't know. It, there's a big conspiracy there that, that they never had a plan on it. It just made buzz for it. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> We didn't or, get it. We don't have to deal with it. The other conspiracy theory is, is they knew they weren't going to have it ready in time, and they did that to, to buy, buy, buy more time. Buy yeah, yeah. Six I months. mean, that's pretty. That's pretty brilliant, months. though. Cool. So let's talk about Sonic in general for a second. So okay. how how many older video game uh, icons than Sonic are there? I mean, they're, they're, they're still around and popular today. Besides well, Mario. Besides okay, Mario, well, who are there? So, well, I mean, real quick, I mean, Sonic was the Sega poster boy, though. So, like, he was. So, like, you know, while we have Mario for Nintendo, you have, you know, you got a few arguable ones for, like, the current gen systems, too. Like, you know, Master Chief with, with Xbox. Like, Sonic was the guy for Sega. So, it, it's not even just, like, like Multiple game franchises. Over. It's, like. Console. He was like the he was the console guy. He was the he was their mascot. Yeah. Well, but the, and he he wasn't even there at, at launch. He came like a year or two after the Sega launch, and like they re they re they rebranded the Sega with Sonic, and that's how that happened. So no, Sonic was not around at launch. As a matter of fact, Sega was failing miserably until Sonic came around. Well, yeah, but but he still became like the Sonic. Oh no, no, guy. he he definitely so the, is. The Sega guy. But I, I think a common misconception is people think that he was there from the beginning and he wasn't. Okay, yeah, but so, he, well, regardless, he became the guy, and he was for a long time. Man sold time. Genesis, baby. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for for years, he, but, he did also. But I mean, you know, other other big game icons you're going to think of are your usual suspects at this point, right? Because he's a part of the usual suspects. You got Mario, you got you got Link, you have, like I said, Master Chief. Or, no, no, hold, hold on. I'm I'm talking about older than like Sonic's age or older. I mean, outside of Mario and Link, who else do you have? Pikachu. No, no, no. That's that's Sonic's in the eighties, dude, isn't it? No. There's to say it came out in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So did Pikachu. Yeah. yeah Pikachu think... was ninety six. Sega yeah, was. It's, it's in the nineties. Hold in on, the hold 90s. on. But Sega was long before ninety six. Sure, but not that much longer. But but fine. But Pikachu's still not as old. I'm talking about older icons. Well, then I mean, I mean you don't have any Donkey Kong. The <laughs> oh, there you, okay, there you go, Donkey Kong. The ones that are still around today, but they're all Nintendo icons. But Nintendo was the big the one, but anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> where you want to go? <laughs> I mean, Nintendo was the only other was yeah, the only increased, one on the market. I mean, yeah, yeah. Kid, 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 I mean, I guess some of those Atari icons might still be. There's no such thing. 
Yeah, no. I mean, I mean the, the, the weird space invader. Yeah, Pac-Man and some space yeah. invader. That's about all you can got for like like iconic characters that are I mean, still kind of around. Pong. I mean, you can do Pong, I guess. But that's what said. Pong. So, guy. but like the whole thing with Sonic is it came out. What that was pandemic time. No, I should have won eleven Oscars. Yeah, yeah, it was like the last it, like, big thing before we all got shut down. It was it. too. Yeah. It was like the beginning of what was it like the first or that, second week that, of March? That and like what was it, Hollow Man or Invisible Man or whatever? Oh, the Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was in yeah, February. That was it. We saw those, and it was like, oh, well, I guess we're streaming stuff now. Well, so but something Sonic is so successful, but I mean, Sonic is also a video game movie. We've been talking about this a lot lately. There's been a lot of emphasis on making video game movies, and there's going to be a lot of emphasis in the years going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but very recently, Halo has tanked. Like Halo is just it's on life support well, on Paramount yeah. Plus. Well, so well, I think maybe you can you can point to a few things for that. But here's the thing: the Sonic, you know, Sonic lists kind of listen to their fans on at least some direction for like for like what makes them like it. Like you know, the guy looking correct, you know, and we all at this point know that halo didn't follow the like the known love story of what what makes halo halo yep. they kind of went off went off and did like one of the side stories from the books or something sonic 2 came out on or sonic 1 came out on valentine's day yeah yep so it's just it, it's one of those things where i it, it's attention to the right details that really will make these movies successful and all well, these pro I guess these properties successful in the cinema sphere well what 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 are those things chris let me ask you that well, I'll, can I yeah. let me chime in here? So making that stuff successful is sticking to your source material matters. But the thing with Sonic is Sonic sticks to source material and makes that source material work in a realistic world that it shouldn't work in. Like they take just enough keys from the video games, hit all the core stuff, make it a watchable, fun movie, and you forget about some of the stuff that just does. Like you forget about the believability factor, yeah, right? right? Yeah, Listen. Sonic is as realistic as an unrealistic video game can be, right? Yeah. It looks good. We get weird space fights, robots, giant uh, spin, you know, spinning hedgehogs yeah. and things. It you never never once feels out of place well, here. So I think to build on that point, it was it's a good lead in for it is that is that it takes the things that the that the fan base loves and then builds around it. You, they're not they're not taking the character and then doing their own thing with it or not taking you know well he looks he, uh, this is what he what he can kind of do but now he's in the real world we got to make it realistic no they don't it's like they, you got to get a job they literally go to high school they really <laughs> they literally take a, a ted version of sonic would be hilarious though the um yes yeah but they take even the game sounds straight from the games and insert them into this because that's what the fans are there for they played to their fan base. They didn't take something that is popular and go, all right, now we're going to make a movie and do it, you know, do our thing with it. No, they took the things that the fans like and then made a movie around it. That's where, where you see these properties really fails when, was when they don't do that. Yeah. You know, that's what happened with Halo recently. That's what happened with, uh, with, what happened with Monster Hunter, with all the other video game movies you can point to that don't work. Every Resident Evil movie. But besides the first one, because it was close. Yeah, you know what I mean? Almost there. Yeah. So it's just, I think that's what it is. It's when they, they respect the, where it comes from and appease to that crowd. So the guys that are into Sonic can tell their friends that aren't really into Sonic and go, hey, that movie was pretty good, actually. I went yeah, and saw it. Um, watch, you know, yeah. That kind of thing. Because those are the people that are going to word of mouth your movie to death are the guys that are pleased that already want to go watch it anyway. 
And it's not like a deep, overly exhaustive story, too. No. Like, you don't... It's easy. You don't have to be like, I don't know the lore behind Sonic. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, you don't have to. Just go and watch, and you'll be yeah, fine. Exactly. So that's also... It kind of brings me hope for the Mario movie, which is going to be a really big deal when it's it comes out. It's going to be out. huge. Um, like, bets are going to be one. I yeah. Think uh, yeah. No, no, I mean, no, no, one no, by no. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but no, no, no. it also gives me hope that, like, you don't have to build an entire world, too. Some stuff can just be assumed. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to spoon-feed every single thing. I would like to say that we are at a point now with CG, with uh, with CGI mm-hmm. that really make these movies possible. Yeah. Because imagine this movie five years ago. It, 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 it would have been, it would have looked like how it looked before the, dis, you know, the dislike button went away. Yeah. Just because they'd have the capabilities to make this happen the right way. Yep. That, that happened with a, with some of our older movies, you know, that it's... it's some of that stuff is not aging it's, well. It's almost cringy because like it's like, oh God, this looks so terrible. Whereas well, that now... Were, were you there the day, uh, off subject, were you there the day at work when we were flipping through old movies to watch at work and we stumbled on the Power Rangers Turbo movie? No, I so, love Turbo. We f- we fired up the power instrument because like you know we're all generally around the same age so we all came up through this time like yeah, time yeah. period and so we threw it on and like you know it's it's still like hokey and funny oh, yeah. but then you get to the cool part where you're like oh you know Megazord time yeah. and they come flying in CGI it's atrocious <laughs> like it's but I mean back then I remember going like oh my yeah. god that looks so I have, awesome. I have such a fond memory for that specific movie. Because like me and my cousins and my brother I grew up with, we, we we got the whole theater to ourselves. We went to some mom and pop theater like our aunt took us to in like the middle of the day on like a Tuesday. And it was just us six kids in a whole theater while a Power Ranger movie was on. I'm sure she was stoned out of her gourd and just sleeping in the back. But we, we ran around and like we were Power Rangers in the movie. Fighting Best day ever, kids, man. Flipping people over chairs. It was awesome. God. Good time. All right. Terrible CGI. <laughs> but yeah, I, but there's things like that. The way things have come along that make movies like as possible is exactly mm-hmm. what you mean. Yep. Is because if this looks bad, it fails miserably. Oh, 100%. Like, there's no way. And I'm not saying it looks spectacular, but damn, man, it looks pretty good. I mean, there's like two points where someone gives like one of these little alien creatures a hug and it looks like they're hugging them. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't, you know, it doesn't look fake. It doesn't, you're, like, you can't find the CGI where it's sticking out like a sore thumb. It looks good. I think the good thing is, too, with the voices, too. Oh, yeah. With the jobs they do with the voice work. Like, Idris Alba as Knuckles is awesome. <laughs> really? Like, he's, he's just Idris he's Alba. great. <laughs> he's like a dumber version of Idris Alba. <laughs> it's, it's great. And some of his one-liners are hilarious. Yes. Yeah, I really Dessert? <laughs> Will there be grapes? <laughs> it's, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. And I do, I do like Knuckles' character as well. Yeah. Where Knuckles isn't necessarily a bad guy. He's not always a good guy here, no. but the reason he's with Robotnik the way that he is is because, you know, he thought, you know, helping somebody out is some sort of loyalty thing, which there are a lot of cultures that are like that. Like, yeah. I helped you. Now you have to help me. And when he finds out that not everybody plays the game the same way, oh, yeah. he has a real big, like, wake-up call. Yeah, and, like, and like a piece of that also plays into, like, you know, allow that that's what allows the script to have the team up at the end Absolutely. you know what i mean but and the team up looks pretty cool but goddamn oh they, like i love the whole fake avengers like 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 spin around camp they did out like I, I wanted to roll my eyes so hard but i was like this is kind of funny when he calls him winter soldier oh my god <laughs> <laughs> my wife laughed yeah that's funny oh yeah it that's is a funny line yeah it, it is very good with like current humor jokes too that you know that were spot on for like a route like the time frame it puts it puts the movie in too Grayson, thoughts? Well, let's talk about Jim Carrey for a second then. 
Well, before you say, didn't he say that he's done? He's retired after this movie. I think he like made that announcement that this is it. This is his last movie. He's he's done with that. I have no idea. Is that real? I think so. I'll look it up. Okay. I, I, I th- I'll confirm it. But I'm I don't. Positive. I can't imagine he wouldn't do a third Sonic, which they're they've definitely teased, and it's definitely well, making the money. So the way well they, they, they wrote him out if he didn't want to be part of it. Yeah. Say so the way they teased it though that, that, that this lab's already there and there's already something there. So. They don't need them because they can just say it's already been, it's already there. Obviously, you know what I mean. I mean well, let's talk about the future of Sonic. When you look that up, then. yeah. So there is a there is an after trailer scene, and listen, I don't care if I spoil or spoil Sonic Two for you. Here, <laughs> um, there is an after the trailer scene where we get to see Shadow, um, which is interesting with uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, he's already been on Earth for fifty years, and they basically have him locked up in a cage. So that's kind of cool. Um, it'll be interesting which way they take that story, especially now that uh, the Chaos Emeralds and Power Gems or whatever they're calling them are in our universe, or I guess in our this planet. This universe, yeah, yeah. In our planet or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they spin that. And I wonder if we get Amy as well. We could. We could. I yeah. mean, they kind of go hand in hand. So that's kind of cool. People who doesn't know Amy is Sonic's lady friend. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, she's, yeah. but she she's an actual human being. I mean, that's all right. That's, that was the, that was the weird two thousand six. That was a very that was a very strange two thousand six game. It's twenty twenty two now. It's fine. So I have the quote here. Uh, Jim Carrey is retiring from acting. He casually announced this week in an interview with Access Hollywood. Carrey told correspondent Kit Hoover he would likely be taking an indefinite break from showbiz after Sonic the Hedgehog two. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Take your break, man. Yeah. But they uh, they tease like his. The actual Robotnik outfit in this movie, the ones we know. I know. From. God damn, he looked good when he's floating around. Didn't I he? know he did. I, uh, so let's talk about that part of the CGI for a minute. Like evil power gemmed Robotnik, that was cool, man. It was. So I mean, like, like all of the Sonic stuff in this movie works so well. It looks good, feels good. There's, I know, it's got good humor in it. And it's just cool to see on screen, man. Like, like you said, like the team up part, man, that looked cool, right? Like, Actually, it, it really I really does. enjoyed their temple fight, like when they're yeah, then, oh yeah, where Sonic's like finally like, hey, dude, like Knuckles is as strong as me. Yeah, I gotta go at him. And yep. he's he's bouncing himself off the wall at like full throttle with lightning crack, and I'm like, all, all right. right, man, yeah, let's go. The, the, the shot of him behind the waterfall when he gets up and his eyes are coming through, I was like, that's a cool ass shot, cool man. Oh. Sonic is cool right now. You know what I mean? That, and that feels good as a, like a fan of the games. I did like too that they did let Knuckles not just be a bruiser. Like he got to do his spin stuff oh, yeah. too because yeah. they do exactly. So well, and like in with that whole like I like the the video game callbacks again. And for people that aren't video game fans, I'm sorry, but like this is like this goes hand. In, this, this needs to go hand in hand with these movies. I I believe. And it was the whole the whole water thing from the oh, first movie. F- this one. When he, he he sucks in the the air Beautiful. bubble, I was like I like I actually like made an excited noise in the theater. Like, Listen, oh that's the big one of the most annoying things in oh, yeah. Sonic Three is yep. getting trapped without an air bubble. <laughs> Sonic Three, like, it's all the Sonics. Well, that's the one where they really. Oh yeah, like because yeah. that's where Knuckles came. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, yeah, true. That's fair. But like it, it's you know, and even like he can't float, and that's a thing in the games. Yeah. It's 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 it's. You never have more problem in a Sonic game than you do in the water levels. Yep. Which is, they let that play in the movie sphere, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah. It's it's well, again paying respect to like where it came from. 
which is important. One video gamey thing that I really appreciate when they're going after Robotnik's big giant robot, and they're all three running down the road at the same speed, all with their own speed trail behind yep. them. Get the red for Knuckles, the yep. blue for Sonic in the middle, and the yellow for Tails. Yeah. God damn, I look cool. Yep. Feel, and I, I like it that even Tails is flying with a, with yeah. his uh, butt copter. Yep. Yeah, butt and copter. Still, <laughs> and he still has his... Uh, so has his trail behind yep. him. Oh yeah, it, it's it's again it's a, the, those attention to detail that will win over win over positive reviews for your movie because it's the fan base that's going to bring the first wave of watches and they're going to tell their friends, hey man, this is pretty cool. You know, like it, it almost gets like the fan stamp of approval, which lets your movie still do thirty nine million dollars after what the third week, second week. Yeah, so I mean that's that's not bad in this time, no. especially with another another decent like movie like Harry Potter coming out. Yep. So that's good. You know? um, the other, the other thing is too. One big, uh, big video game callback is who they got to voice Tails. Yeah, uh, they got Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who has been since I don't know, like Sonic Three, mm-hmm. the voice of Tails. Yeah. which that's cool, man. Yes, it is. That's somebody there to do. They've earned it. There's no reason you can't have voice actors doing the same work. Oh yeah, so, no, yeah, that's cool. it's, it's like I said, those, those attention to details are, I think, key for making to the sex, the success success of these kinds of video game movies because there's other ones where you can kind of skew it a little bit but this one it's really important let's talk about what we didn't like though like what what what, what did you guys not like about sonic you um, know i think the irony behind these halls like the rings don't play much of a role in i mean in this one they played more of a role because there was like a wedding theme and there was like a marriage theme too so the rings you know they they, they doubled for you know video game callbacks yeah. and you know I think the ring. Like, I think the rings create an actual like like plot hole issue. So they're like, we gotta get rid of these rings somehow, kind yeah, of thing. That's when he dropped them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you know these things are a problem, so it, it's easier to like kind of write them out that way. Well, it I also makes me wonder too if they ever come back into play that way. True, because he's yeah. still got a couple. Yeah, yeah, only a couple though. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I did find kind of weird is the whole like long claw lore stuff that they got into. Okay. Um, because that's a pretty deep callback for some stuff. Mm-hmm. And to the point where you're just like, I don't really know what's who we're supposed to be cheering for here. Yeah. Like, I just don't really know. Turns out you're not supposed to cheer for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> which is weird. Fair. But, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that would be confusing for some people. Yep. But listen, if you can't really break down the ins and outs of Sonic 2, I can't really help you diagnose the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't think there's much that I didn't like. It, it, it flows pretty well. It does. Time's about right. You know, if I had to watch a two hour, if I had to watch a two hour and thirty five minute version of this movie, I'd probably lose my mind. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> but like so, I, I didn't think it was overly long. Yeah, what about you, Grayson? What what didn't you like about Sonic? Well, I did think it was long. At okay. uh, it's it's I agree with you. It's an hour and twenty two minutes, start to finish. But it, it's so you know, people probably sitting there for about an hour and or sorry, it's one hundred and twenty two minutes. Yeah. So it's. Just over two hours, start to finish. But I mean, with trailers, you're sitting there for every bit of two and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but it's, especially if you watch the after the credit sequence, it is. I think a little long. I think they spent a lot of time on the wedding, and they're developing those characters that may not have been as as important to the lore as we needed them to be. Yep. So, so actually, I agree with you 100 percent there. That's actually my big my big complaint about the movie is the whole wedding thing. It's weird, right? It is. It's almost like it was like they probably had some weird sponsorship with the Four Seasons. Like, you know, how can we show this off and get our money's worth? They need you to know. go to Hawaii. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I well, think that's it. The, the one thing, too, that is different in this movie, 
This is less about his parents. Well, yes, which, again, I think... Well, that's good, though. That's the right call. Well, yeah, so it's a different direction in the first one. Because remember, in the first one, they are very heavily involved in everything Sonic does, where probably, what, at least a third of the movie that... Sonic is Sonic and Tails. Yeah, is that they're just out doing their mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So listen, they make contact with uh, with Tom, right? Yeah, uh, they make contact with him. They talk or whatever. He ends up saving him, which is cool. It's a nice way to bring them all together. Yes, but like they're intentionally not in this movie as much. They still play just as big of roles, mm-hmm. but just with less screen time. And I think that helps, and it makes this movie flow easier because yes, they do look good with the human interaction, but when they can just be the CGI stuff going, oh, it yeah. looks real good. It does so and, you know it. And you don't have to be like, what's going to happen to the humans here? Because they'll die. So, they'll just die. <laughs> I think that's a. I think that's like. I think that's where Hollywood just can't get itself out of. They. I. I feel like that's there because I feel like we have to include the human element. Oh, yeah, but you don't. Well, I, I think that's a Hollywood thing, and it's. I think they're afraid to just make a movie about about these about these video game characters and just let it and just let it. Let Hold it on, I I I hundred percent disagree with what you're saying. I think you need them for you need them for reference you need them for scale you need them for us to follow now that movie's a whole lot less it's a whole lot less accessible without james marsden's character and the wife in there if it's just a movie about sonic then ward gets around well do you do you like, do you like the game nah they're like ah you probably you will you be lost anyone went to this movie because of that person's in it well no but it's it's much easier to it's not Parents, if they took their kids, would have been like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? If it would have just been only Sonic and company and Robotnik. Well, also, Mil- also, Robotnik's a human. So? Millions of people go to see Minions when no, it comes okay, I understand that, Chris. But, like, I think this it's the same reason for – it's the same reason you put Sam in the Transformers movie. The same reason you put yeah, – hold, hold on. Those movies are bad. That doesn't matter. They're they're there no, no. for us. Hold on. I believe that it does matter because having the human element in a Transformers movie, which they tried seven times, they're all bad, especially in comparison to but, even the first Sonic movie. But hold on, you're mixing things up here. Those uh, no, 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 no. Hold, let me finish my point. Okay, you like this scale of reference for having humans to ground things. We watch a movie, we've watched two movies now that have Sonic the Hedgehog, which is every bit as animated as every Transformers movie, does a pretty damn good job at CGI, has very little human interaction in the second movie, and is better than every one of those Transformer films. You don't have to have humans for a frame of reference to make the movie good. And by saying Transformers has this person actually hurts your argument with that. Because one of the worst parts of those movies are the humans. Okay, hold on. Are we done with the point? Yeah. Okay, so rebuttal time is without Sam Michaela, we don't. There's nothing that we can connect to, as as as, I don't, as hold viewers. On. I don't have to connect to that. I'm there to see the Transformers. I don't have to connect to the humans. I'm here to see Sonic the Hedgehog run fast and smash things. Well, fine, but you don't. It's a much look at it from a studio point of view, and this is the film business. Business is first. If yeah. you if if they if they had pitched the original Sonic. If they'd have pitched the original Sonic movie as, you know what? No, just let's just let's just get rid of Donut Lore. Let's get let's get rid of the Marsden character. Let's just do Sonic running around saving the world. That movie would have come out. It would have made forty five million bucks total, and then we never would have gotten a sequel. Well, maybe maybe not. You you can't say that. 
I can't say that you're right because I, you know, in the parallel universe, I don't have, I don't have foresight there. Yeah. However, yeah. I, the, the it doesn't work without the people in this movie. Yeah, so I do have the hindsight though of saying, but but, but your your example. Okay, let's talk about your example, Transformer, for a second. Those movies aren't bad because of the human element. Those movies are bad because they're just poorly written. Well, it has nothing to do with that. But I, I, mean, I would say that it has at least some to do with that, though. Well, so and I would say the first Transformers movie is absolutely better than both of the Sonic movies. It is not. Well, you can. I, I would. That, I would listen. I'm the biggest Transformer advocate. I think almost every one of those movies are abysmal. The first Sonic movie and this Sonic movie are every good, every bit as good or better than the first Transformers movie, and every good, every bit as good or better than Bumblebee. Could your um, could, could your passion for the Transformers franchise and the, and the fact that it is skewed on a negative side kind of kind of skew your opinion though? Yes, but I try to be fair with that because listen, I had no reason to enjoy Bumblebee, but Bumblebee is a much better movie, and especially after like the like the six yeah, bad. I've movies. watched yeah. everything I yeah. dreamed of as a child be smashed into oblivion. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little bit skewed, yeah, but okay. right, yeah. I, 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 to be fair, like there is no reason to think that this this Sonic movie and the first Sonic movie is not as good as better. I mean, obviously that's just my opinion, yeah. but I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a lot of people that would be like, pick one, the first Transformers movie, or the first Sonic, and tell me which is better. It's going to be pretty even draw. Yeah, I, and when I it comes it. to money, Sonic's doing pretty well for itself. But the okay, I. But how are we judging? Okay, so by what metric are we judging? You walk out. Okay, what moment do you remember from the original Sonic the Hedgehog movie? And we're, we're talking about the one from two years ago. Not there's been some anime, movie, but like the, the Sonic from 2020. What do you remember about it? What's the what's give me give me the scene that sticks out in your mind and why? I mean, the cool part when he's running the bases so far, like he blasts his energy out. Yeah, like that's super cool. Can yeah, watch the go fast is fun. But yeah. can you can you describe what was going on in the scene? Who the who was in the scene? Why the scene's important? Can you describe any of that? Well, I now, mean, I can now even with more detail because it plays into the second one. Sure, but if I just told it to people just blindly listening to me, they'll look at me like I'm a crazy person. Well, okay, but case in point, by by the metrics which talk about these movies is. It's it's not because if 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 we're using the, the other trend this the, the the 2007 Transformers movie as one way to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, then yeah, that Transformers movie has moments that blow Sonic out of the water. There's not no, no, there's no contest when 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 we're talking about when we're talking about characters and story beats. Now Sonic isn't that kind of movie, and I yeah, understand. I was say that. the, 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 that's a genre thing, though, right? It is it's Sonic isn't a movie where they tried to make it hyper-realistic and put it in a world where stakes matter. But I would say the characters are as bit as, as every bit as developed in Sonic as they are in Transformers. Well, what do you know about Sonic? Uh, enough to get me through. Well, yeah. So, uh, so I, I less than I know about the Transformers. I think the point here is, is, is almost, is almost going to get lost in, in, in the argument's sake. I believe, and this is all opinion based, right? Yep. I don't think you need, so like, like you don't need the human element to make a movie work. Like that's not what you need here, in, in my opinion. You just need to stick to the source material that that brings your fan base in. You don't have to have any, like you don't have to have the connect. Because like, here's the thing: there's almost no connection in this movie anyway. They're just there because they were in the first movie. You know what I mean? So they obviously can write a movie where it's just the bond. You know, and like the action on the screen between you know Sonic and his new pals. Sure, you know what I mean. All right, I I get that, I get that. But then, what world yeah. do you set it in? 
Do you set it in our world? Do you, do you set it in our with, world? With, it can with, be in any world. With real, with, with real. It can be in the actual Green Hill Zone yeah. chapter one. Well, yeah, hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Without the human element, do you put it, you have to animate the whole thing then. So, yeah, I mean, that's okay, you know, or, or no, you don't have to animate the whole thing. It just doesn't, it just, it, you just make a point to, to make it not look like in like be in a B earth. There are thousands of movies where they just animate the whole thing though. Yeah. yeah. So I think in like, this is a bad example because there's humans in it, but you could take avatar then, you know, it's not on earth, you know, there's a lot of animation in that movie, you know, but well, I mean, that's like 99% CGI. Well, so, yeah, yeah. So, and they make that Same work. Point. You, you could do that nowadays with what's going on with, with animation. I think the point I'm trying to make is, is that, you don't. I think the human element being included in a movie like this isn't necessary for it to be successful. And I think Hollywood believes it needs to be successful. I just don't think you need that. I think you could have, you know, have Sonic and the pals doing the same things in this movie they did, and remove the wedding thing, remove the stupid ass dance thing, just because that thing sucked anyway, <laughs> and then you have the same movie, and you don't have to have any of the interaction with Tom. You don't need it. It's well, not. Well, the it, thing it, is, you don't. You don't have the same movie because then what's Robotnik threatening? Uh, whatever planet he's, Sonic's on, he's a bet. Okay, okay. So uh, the, one of the links I think I missed was I was always envisioning whichever movie we're talking about—my movie or your movie—on yeah, yeah. Earth, shot in right. what, what looks to be what right. looks to be Oregon or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. I got you. It don't limit your scope, buddy. It, it doesn't have to be, but. It can't not be once the first one is in here. <laughs> of course it could. They could listen, dude. They tie. They go right through portals to a planet full of mushrooms. <laughs> Don't tell me it can't be on another planet. Which, an early shiitake joke, which good on them. Solid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Solid. So, like, I think, I think on that point, Grayson, that I have is, is, is Robotnik is the bad guy. Was he threatening? He could just be a bad dude, and Sonic could be the yin to that yang. He's a good dude. Doesn't want a bad dude doing bad things. Well, and, the, and the one last thing, and I'll say about why we don't, I don't think we have to have humans. And now, listen, I don't mind the humans in this no, movie. I mean, it's fine. Either. But listen, don't tell me you wouldn't be super excited if we were getting a fully animated Pixar movie, the starring Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, yeah. You'd be like, fuck yeah, bro, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd be so pumped for it. Yeah. I just don't think you have to tie things to realism. Now, this one, in this movie, it works. Yeah. I don't think you have to tie things to humans because the human element of this movie is Sonic. Yeah. He's a kid. That's the human element, right? Yeah. You know, he meets a little buddy. You know, he finds a rival. Like, those are human elements hold, hold, hold on. in an unhuman story. Fine, but the human element isn't. It is those things, but it's also the fact that Sonic is the teenager. And he doesn't want to listen. He doesn't I mean this is the teenage year for Sonic. Yeah. So? This is the teenage chapter. In the next movie, he's going to be grown up. Growing up, I think is a better way to put it. I This one, they really went hardcore on him being their child yeah, yeah. and being disobedient. Oh, and the, the, the arc for Sonic was he was he didn't, he didn't care, didn't want to listen, being disobedient. He was a teenager and then ended up realizing that, that – the family unit as it exists is something that he'll not only wants, but needs. I don't know. I think if you honestly pulled 100 people that aren't the kids, like, or the parents of this movie, if you asked them, if you brought your kid to the Sonic movie to, to make sure that they learned, that they learned a good life lesson, you're going to get an honest pull of no, it's, you know, they want to see Sonic, you know what I mean? Which, you know, but there is a good life lesson in here. There is. The family does matter. There and family is. is what you make of it. That's the important thing. Yes. And I agree because with that. You know, they're not going to have kids, as far as we know. Yeah. They got Sonic. I think they got a dog, now they got two buddies. I think it, I think it's a secondary thing where I think Hollywood believes it has to be the primary thing. I think that's where they lose scope. That's all. 
I think they lose scope on making that like, okay, we got to have this in here. Otherwise we're not going to get, we're going to lose like, like 80% of this, 30% of this audience or 30% of our box office. Cause there, cause we don't got actual people in this movie. I don't think we don't need a gr- gritty, realistic reboot of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> for the big screen. <laughs> Just, I, I think, think I think that's space. where the disconnect between Hollywood and these kinds of movies are. You already got a built-in fan base. They're going to go see their dude. You know that's what they want. They want to see their. They want to see their childhood. They Give want their, them a semblance of what they want to see. Yeah. And one last thing I'll say about Transformers, and I will harken back to Bumblebee. The first seven minutes of Bumblebee are all anybody from that age bracket wanted. Yeah. Is where it's all animated and all on Cybertron. Yeah. That's it. Well, because here's the thing: when things like Transformers come to the screen and Sonic comes to the screen, it didn't start with people in it. It started on your video game console. Yep. Started on your cartoon channel. You know what I mean? Those there were are... humans in the cartoon thing for the Transformers, though. True, but not in Beast Wars. True. So you know, you know what I mean. Which so, like... means we might actually get a cool. Beast well, well yeah. fine, but... fine. I we're getting a little long winded in this. Well, that's all right. The, the, the human element, but I mean, yeah. I I don't think my, my thing is I don't think Sonic works as functionally well as it does without the people. Now you're you're right, Chris. You're right when your point is the whole wedding. It's it's a complete throwaway. It is. It's, it is. It's a complete waste of, you know, you could, if you call the wedding out, you cut out 15 minutes. Well, well yeah, and I was going to say, me and you talked about it being just a smidge too long. If you take that entire whatever out of there, you gain like 15 minutes, right? Well, don't even think it's too long, but imagine if they shaved, cut that in half. Because they could have. that, yeah. And well, and then you still get the point you want to make with, yeah. you know, this is all ruining everything. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And it's a whole scam. Anyway, you can still do it in a much smaller. You still, period. you still get, you, you can still get the snow, snow, my God joke, which is also on point, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it's no, it, yeah. What you said is right. You can even half it and still get all the things you wanted out of it. Some weird agent, secret agent bride crap going on that. I just did not see the point. of. They still got married though. They did. They did, bro. <laughs> Like, I don't understand. Love finds a way. Is, 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 is that what it is? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but it, the same reason why we're, I mean, this Jurassic Park's never going to be without people because you need them. I mean, because I mean, if, if you didn't have people in Jurassic Park, you just have dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people got to be getting to eat in Jurassic oh, okay, Park. Okay, fair. Right? I Listen, I got I'm you. cheering for the dinos. Oh, I always. Yeah. Always. They're just trying to live their best dino lives. They didn't want, they didn't ask for this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so who is Sonic targeted? Let me let me ask you that. Who is Sonic the Hedgehog to target? Me right? with kids. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly That's what, what it is, is right? Yeah, <laughs> me and Chris and our families. Yeah, it's, it's targeted at like at like well, and you, you know because with, you're in the age demo. Yeah, it's targeted at people like 28 to 42 with and, with families. Yeah, and you know, and the the kids they have. I think that's the honest answer. Yeah, I got a I have a cousin who is not a cousin. I have a nephew who is a little bit older than my youngest. And man, he lived for this movie. He he is Sonic. He has a Sonic onesie that he runs around at preschool in. Or, or he's and does all, he doesn't have the hood with yes. Him, like, yeah, all he ever does nice. is all he that this kid does everything fast. He runs fast. You know, like the kids can see this character and be super pumped for it. And he is. He's never played a Sonic game before. It's just the movie character he's into. So I mean, it's it, I think it's that kid demographic. And then the adults that have kids that already experience this and love this source. Material. We are past due for a, a side scroller Sonic, by the way. We are to come yet yeah, come back on. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think I think that's the age demo. I pop that right in my question. switch and go. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. <laughs> I would though, for real. Yeah, it doesn't have to be three D. It ain't got to be fancy. You want to make it look pretty? That's fine. Yeah, because on that note, my kids love this movie, so like they're gonna want to go see the third one. 
So, I mean, they're yeah. fans now. At this I mean, point. it's basically built in that we will get a third movie oh, yeah. and give it two years, and that's fine. It's killing it. Well, and the other thing is, too, is I think after you close the third movie, the trilogy loop, I think you let Sonic sit for a while. You can. Because well, even if it's wildly successful, I just don't think you got to be pumping them every two years. I think you can. I don't think they will if it makes a lot of money. We know that's. But I mean, what, what about Jim Carrey? I, so the thing is, with what Chris brought up with him saying he's taking some time away, he's considering himself semi-retired. I think that means we don't get a third Robotnik in that. But that's cool, though, because Sonic's enemy doesn't have to be Robotnik all the time, especially if we're getting Shadow, and we clearly are. Yeah, at least in some way. And here's the thing. They have his they have his henchman in this movie who is obsessed enough with, like, Robotnik. He loves him. Like, so he will actually, like, he could be, like, the Robotnik fill-in for, like, the machine stuff. You know what I mean? It's possible. It's possible, but is it, I mean... Do you have Sonic the Hedgehog without, without Jim Carrey Robotnik at this point? I mean, you can. I think so. I don't know if I'd move ahead with that. If Jim Carrey's like, you know what? I need a few years. I'm burnt. You don't. Then you say, does the studio say, all right, Jim, we'll we'll come back to you in three years. We just want this last movie. We'll give you three years. I mean, obviously, it's making good money. They can go away for a little while. But, I mean, we don't – how important is it that we get the, that we have the sequel this time in two years? I don't know if it's that important. Chris stepped out to use the restroom, I think. Um, so I, I don't I don't think that they should be hard to a t- two year timeline. But you know, if they want to, if they have a script ready and people agree to do it, obviously the most the stuff is going to take the longest will be the Sonic side of it, right? Because they have to animate all of it. Of course. That's the stuff that takes the time to make, yeah, especially like to make it, as, really it, especially to make it look good as it does. Yeah, that that takes time. But I think, uh, I think they can absolutely close the story at three and let it sit for a while. Or you know, listen, if they if they keep being at this level, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with running any franchise into the ground as long as I laugh along the way. How about that, or, or or just let it go to three and then move on to something else. Yeah, like okay, we had the Sonic trilogy and pandemic post pandemic and then they moved on to uh, what they moved on to some some other sega property or another video game property i mean it's just I, I i don't think we need to milk this i mean transformers is a lesson for everyone you don't need to milk it until it's dead yeah you can but i mean so that's the i think that's one of the biggest problems with a thing like transformers for somehow as the movies got worse they made more and more money well that was a real problem that's that be is because you know I mean, but the same reason that Jurassic, the second Jurassic Park made over a billion dollars, and that was hands down one of the worst movies of the year. Or sorry, the second Jurassic World. Yeah, it was. It was bad. Um, it was I, that's some, I mean, I almost walked out of it. It was just so laughably stupid. Yep. Actually, but I mean, but but see, the, bad movies make tons of money. So I mean, I, Sonic's a little different though because Sonic's actually a serviceable movie. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad script. It, it's I think not it's above average. Yeah, I, I I really do think it's above average. Um, I, I guess where I'm stuck here is the my 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 brain's going back and forth on the why we need the humans and like I, he's like why don't they see this? Um, okay, well, so listen, listen, I I understand Chris does too about what you're talking about. I just I think if you made a movie of this quality, you didn't have to have the human element. No, listen, I personally enjoy the humans in this movie. I have no problem with Donut Lord and his wife and their little family dynamic. I think that's cool, but I don't think you have to be tied to humans to develop humanity and characters and build a family. Like you don't have to do it that way. No, you don't. But I mean, if you start with it, you have to keep doing it. 
Well, the, yes, the, the, no, world, the, the, the world. It would have been built. super weird for them to be like, "What family?" and just never, never mention them ever again. Or just in the beginning, Donut Lord and what's her face go off, and and it's just Sonic tails oh, and knuckles. We'll see like, you later. Yeah, just wave just, to him as they go through a ring portal, and that's the last you see of them. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is strange, but I mean, this is the movie we got. So, but also. This is part of my. There's no real. I mean, there's no real danger in this movie. There's no real stakes. Robotnik's not going to enslave humanity. Like it just. It's not going to happen. It's just. I don't. You see, this is part of my gray area. Where like same with the Marvel shit. There's no stakes in those movies because it's just. It's not. Nothing bad is going to happen to the heroes you need to survive film to film. It's just yeah. never going to happen. So that's my point with Sonic. Is like. As long as you go into Sonic, and I guess we can move closer to scoring it. If yeah. you go into Sonic expecting more of the first, it's a lighthearted adventure with with one of your favorite '90s video game I- iconic characters. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to come out pleasantly surprised. And I was. I had a great time during Sonic. I went with a buddy of mine. We then went to get pizza and we talked about it. That see that that's all I needed. It just I connected with someone I hadn't seen in a while. We got pizza afterwards. Talked about what we liked, what we didn't like, and now the the, the movie did its job. So yeah, I think so. I mean, it's like I said, it's serviceable, um, and I think it works across the board. I think it does. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Truth be told, um, no, nothing major really. It just it just works, and the people making this now know exactly what they have to include in the third one. They know the formula. They, I'm sure, they've already got a story. They've already in pre-production. At least they're trying. With you know Jim Carrey not coming back, it might be an issue. But no, um, I mean, listen, we're going to get his brother, and that's fine by me. That's fair. I mean, as long as we get more of the mean bean. <laughs> so well, I thought that was a cool call out because I'm a big fan of uh, Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. I'm a huge fan of that game, actually. And I uh, I thought it was really cool that that was what the coffee shop was called. Yeah, no, I agree. I, that's yeah, why I, very I appropriate, it. too. It was, it was. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. Where coffee like, shop slash secret evil lair. Well, of course. I, I have fond memories of playing that game with a couple of friends and like some heated games of that. If you've ever played it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It was... I don't know. It's just they're cool little callbacks. I really appreciate those as a fan of the source material. Well, okay, so let's 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 move the score then. The score this this Sonic movie then. So let's I'll move go first. Score. All right, that's fair. Uh, I think Sonic's a six. Six actually, I'll go six. I'll go give it six and a half. Um, I like the first movie. I like the second movie. They're very similar in vain to me. I like the fact that it's not just Sonic running around like a crazy person. Now he's got his team. Um, it really does lay the groundwork for whatever future that they want to run with. Um, with Knuckles and Tails both being there. I'm a little surprised it went all the way to Knuckles this time and not just Tails himself, but it does give us a good story. I think Idris Elba is great. I think uh, the original Sonic cast is good. Adding Tails in there is great, too. Uh, Robotnik, Jim Carrey's Robotnik kills it. Like, he's great in this role. Like, it's, God damn it, it's perfect for him. It really is. Um, and, but, you know, if we don't get him in the next movie, they, they made it very... They, they're very convenient if he's not there to come back in the future, and that's fine, too. I'm excited to see what they do when they bring in Shadow next time. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, we have some Cosmic Ruffle stuff happening you know, with Insan, which is kind of cool to think Well, I'm about. also super confused that uh, Shadow's been here for 50 years. Well, you know. <laughs> they are. He is his brother. Yeah. That means yeah. he's... He got there first all of a sudden. Right. A long time ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure, but... I mean, I, I I'm gonna give it a six. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't. It's I'm mystified why they included that whole fucking wedding scene. I don't. At the time it was happening, I'm like, is this going somewhere? Are we gonna get something from this? But I mean, if if 
all that is there just to reinforce the family values part of our story here. So, I mean, I guess I'm okay with the right half. I have to be, but I'm excited for a Sonic three. I mean, we got to see, we got to see the Robotnik suit that he wears in the games for a brief second on screen as he was scrolling through possible outfits for his yeah. boss. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. So unlike, I think unlike Roger, I'm, I would want Jim Carrey to return. I don't think there's any other option for a villain at this point. I think it's gotta be Jim Carrey as Robotnik. So we'll see what happens. I don't know, but six yeah. is where it sits for me. Okay. So my score for this is kind of, it's kind of skewed as, as Chris, the adult viewer, that's a fan of the series, less of, I'm a, you know, I'm an adult man watching a kid's movie and whether that's fair or not, I don't care. So there are three moments in this, three things in this movie that make this feel like a kid's movie. All right, right let's hear it. So one of them is the eccentricness of Dr. Robotnik. It absolutely, the way his character acts on screen is targeted because it is that way because this is a kid's movie. That one fits. That one I'm okay with. The other only two times this feels like a kid's movie is when they have the stupid-ass dance scene and they have and the stupid-ass wedding stuff. That's what makes it feel like a kid's movie. Everything else you can get away with it just being a video game movie and it not being just you know for kids, for a young audience. It could be for all ages at that point. This movie is a 7.5 for me, and I would have scored it higher Ooh. without those in there. But because of those, it does bring it down because those are the only times where I did really enjoy my watch is when, you know, those things, when those two things were happening, Dr. Robotnik was perfect, even as the over eccentric kid version of him. So I give it a seven and a half. This movie's fun. My family liked it. I liked it. Some very awesome source material stuff as a fan of just someone who grew up with this, with this game, a part of my household stuff. And just, I don't know, good jokes. I laughed a lot. This is a good movie. I liked it. Seven and a half. Cool. All right. All right, gentlemen. This has been episode 274A of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5, Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice, the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, though, thank you for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Roger Julian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week we're going to be taking a look at father stew and fantastic beasts. The secrets of Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Dumbledore.